Ciao tutti e benvenuti o bentornati al mio podcast Learn Italian for Travel. Sono Danielle e oggi parlo dei verbi che usano essere nel passato prossimo. Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to my podcast Learn Italian for Travel. I'm Danielle and today I'm going to be talking about verbs that use essere as a helping verb in the present perfect. Last week in my first podcast, I talked about my Italian grandparents and I used the present perfect a lot in the story. And so now I want to dial it back and I want to explain to you all really clearly what verbs are going to use essere and what verbs are going to use avere as a helping verb when you form the passato prossimo or this present perfect. So I know that all of you obviously are at different levels in your Italian studies and your Italian learning journey. I don't want this podcast to feel overwhelming to you. I want it to feel like everybody's getting something out of it. And so I'm going to do a mix of grammar lessons as well as more intermediate level stories. And you can always find the vocabulary that I use. And if I tell a story, the transcript and translation in my website blog post. So if you go to learnitalianfortravel.com and go to the blog section, you'll find it all there with the same title as the podcast. A lot of my Italian students in the past have, have said that they like to see the words written out instead of just hear it. Everybody has a different learning style, however, so whatever works best for you, just do that. I've been teaching Italian for 23 years now um, in a lot of different learning environments. One year at the University of Notre Dame, 19 years at a community college and then many years of teaching Italian privately in the community. And so what I've noticed and what I've tried to do as a teacher over these years of all of these different classes and working with all of these different students, regardless of age or learning environment or skill level, is just try to present things in a really clear way that's not overwhelming. One of the hardest things about learning a language is memorization, you're learning new vocabulary, you're learning new rules for everything, and so your mind is constantly working to access information. You're also learning grammar as you're learning the language, and maybe you don't know what that term is, a possessive pronoun, an indirect object pronoun, what is an intransitive verb, all of that stuff. So that can be a little bit overwhelming as well. What we're going to talk about today are verbs, like I said, that use essere as a helping verb in the present perfect tense. So first of all, let me explain when to use the present perfect tense. This passato prossimo is used very often and it's going to describe an isolated event in the past that happened and was finished. Per esempio, ieri ho mangiato una pizza. Yesterday I ate a pizza. Due giorni fa sono andata al supermercato. Two days ago I went to the supermarket. So in both of those sentences I actually used the two different helping verbs. I used avere as the helping verb in the first one and then I used essere as the helping verb in the second one. So I said ho mangiato. That is the present perfect in the first sentence. And then I said sono andata. That's the present perfect in the second sentence. 
How do you choose between avere and essere? Well, that's what this lesson is all about. Most verbs in Italian are going to use avere as the helping verb. I'll give you the grammatical name just in case you like that. Some people do like to know that information. They're called transitive verbs, and that means that the verb addresses the who or the what of a sentence, the, the direct object of the sentence. So when I said, ho mangiato una pizza, the una pizza is the what of the sentence. I ate what? I ate a pizza. It could also be who. It could be I called somebody or something like that. So then we know that's a transitive verb. It's going to use avere. In the other sentence, I said sono andata al supermercato. And that sentence cannot answer the who or the what of the sentence. It's a location. I went. I went to where? I went to the store. So that verb is called intransitive. There's no direct object being affected by the verb. So maybe that makes a lot of sense to you and you're going to tuck that away and say, okay, I get this now. I can decide when to use avere and essere, but also probably not <laughs> because there are verbs of motion or that don't necessarily require a direct object that use avere as the helping verb. For example, I could say, ho ballato, and that means I danced. I danced who? I danced what? You can't answer that. A great way to memorize information is to make a picture in your head about a scene, and then you can access that information as you're trying to utilize it. We can store a lot of information in this way through the use of imagery and um, stories and, and pictures in our mind. It's been researched and documented. So that's what we're going to do in this lesson is I want you all to picture a house. So these verbs that we're gonna talk about now are going to be within this house, la casa di essere, the house of essere. So every verb that I'm going to introduce to you right now is going to use essere as a helping verb in the present perfect because this is difficult about forming the present perfect you look at the verb and you have to be able to choose right away does it use avere as a helping verb or does it use essere as a helping verb so let me explain to you then this house and how you're going to associate these verbs within the house the house I want you to think of as just one dimensional, like you're looking at a picture. It's not like a house that you, that you live in. And on one side of the house is a door. On the other side of the house is another door. Inside the house, there's a rocking chair and there are stairs. And then there's one room upstairs. There's also a cemetery outside of the house. So let's start with one of the doors. So somebody's walking into the house. So any verb that has to do with entering or returning or coming is going to use essere as a helping verb. So the first verb, and repeat after me as I say these verbs in the infinitive, entrare, to enter, venire, to come, tornare o ritornare, to return. You can use either of those. They both mean the same thing. Va bene. The other side of the house has the other door that everybody is only exiting from. So picture a person walking through that door leaving. 
So the three verbs that go with that door are andare, to go, partire, to depart, and uscire, to go out. So now you've got six verbs that you know that are always going to use essere as a helping verb in the passato prossimo, just by picturing these two doors. And these are very commonly used verbs. You will be using these a lot when you're forming the present perfect. So now picture the rocking chair inside the house and there's a grandma sitting in the rocking chair and she's knitting a hat maybe. And so anything that has to do with just being, you're going to use essere. Stare, to be or to stay. Rimanere, also is to stay. Restare is to stay. Bene. Now picture that staircase that we talked about. To go up. Salire. To go down. Scendere. Another verb that uses essere as a helping verb is cadere. So you can picture somebody toppling down the staircase. Um, but they didn't get hurt, so it's funny. <laughs> so cadere to fall. Now we picture that upstairs room that I talked about. There's a baby's bassinet in the room because the verb to be born also uses essere. So nascere. And then we also talked about that cemetery outside, which is maybe a little bit morbid, but you know, it's just part of this picture that you're creating in your mind to remember these verbs. Morire, to die, uses essere as well. Bene. Now I'm going to add a few more verbs and these verbs have to do with change. So the first one, diventare, is to become. Crescere, to grow up. Ingrassare, to gain weight. Dimagrire, to lose weight. Arrossire, to blush. There are other verbs as well. And the verbs that I'm giving you in this lesson are not the only verbs that use essere as a helping verb in the passato prossimo. They're just the most common verbs. So you are going to encounter other verbs as well. So the next one is a verb that's used often. Um, we'll talk about it in another podcast because it's, it's a really important verb. It's the verb piacere, which is to be pleasing. So if ever you want to say, I liked this or I liked that, you're going to use essere as the helping verb. Always, 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 always. Never avere. The verbs to happen, you're going to use essere as well. Succedere and capitare, you can use either one. So both of those verbs lead us into sort of this next category of verbs that use essere as a helping verb, which are passive constructions. So what that means is that the subject of the sentence isn't making the action happen. So like if I said, ho scritto un libro, I wrote a book, then I'm the subject and I made that happen. So the passive construction is il film è finito, the film finished. So here you're going to find that some verbs can actually use avere or essere as a helping verb. And that gets a little bit tricky. Um, and we'll talk about that in a different podcast. It's more of an advanced thing, um, not just these verbs. But there, there are other verbs too that when you use avere as a helping verb, it means one thing. And when you use essere, it changes the meaning. So passive constructions, il tempo è cambiato, the weather changed, something like that. 
And then all reflexive verbs use essere as a helping verb. So reflexive verbs mean that the action came back to the subject. Per esempio, mi sono fermata. I stopped. I stopped myself. Bene. Okay, so those are all the verbs um, that we're going to talk about in this lesson. And that's a great start for you. Maybe you already know all these verbs. Maybe you learned a couple new ones. Now we're going to talk about how you form this past tense, this present perfect. There are two components that are essential. The first is conjugating the verb essere, and the second is the past participle of the verb. So let's review the conjugations of essere before we get into the past participle. And when you're translating this tense, it's not going to mean I am, you are, he is, she is, which is the meaning of essere in the present tense. It's just used as a helping verb. So don't think of the translation as literal. So the io conjugation of essere is, just repeat after me, sono, io sono, tu sei, lui, le, è, noi siamo, voi siete, loro sono. Benissimo. So that's the first step. Whoever the subject is, you're going to conjugate the verb for that subject, and then you're going to follow it with the past participle of the verb. The past participle is pretty easy to form. All you do is, if the verb is an ARE verb, you change that to ATO. If it's an IRE verb, you change that to ITO. If it's an ERE verb, you change that to UTO. Per esempio, entrare is entrato. Tornare, tornato, andare, andato, uscire, uscito, and cadere, caduto. But there are some verbs that are irregular. They have irregular past participles, so you just have to memorize those. So, venire, the past participle of the verb to come, is venuto. Rimanere, to stay, the past participle is rimasto, stayed. The past participle of scendere, sceso, is descended. And then born is nato, died, morto. Crescere, cresciuto, slightly irregular. It's written with an I-U-T-O. Same with piacere, it's piaciuto, with an I-U-T-O. Succedere is successo. Bene, so those are all the irregulars. So slightly irregular, some of them, more irregular, others. The other tricky thing about forming this present perfect is that the end of the past participle is going to agree with the subject. That means there are four different forms. It's either going to be feminine singular, feminine plural, masculine singular, or masculine plural, depending on who the subject is. If I say, Sono partita, it ends in an A because I'm a woman. If I say, E rimasto, that ends in an O, so you know I'm talking about a man, he stayed. If I say, Sono caduti, you know it's a plural group, men and women, or all men, because it ends in an I, or Sono state, they stayed, and it has to be all women because it ends in an E. So that is hard for everybody to remember that little detail, um, even my more intermediate advanced learners. So this is just going to take time 
for you to integrate all of this and to use it readily. Let's just do a little quiz here at the end. I gave you a lot of information and I'm gonna ask you how to form the past tense according to different subjects and then you can think about it and then you can just say the answer in your head or you can say it out loud if you're able to. Come si dice? How would you say she came? So the subject is lei and the verb is venire. Come si dice? È venuta. Benissimo. It was irregular as well. Come si dice? How would you say they went out? And the they is Marco e Fabio. Two guys. Sono usciti. They went out with the masculine plural ending. Did you get that? Bravissima, bravissimo, bravissimi, bravissime. So with adjectives, the end changes as well to agree with whoever you're talking about. So bravissimo would be a guy. Bravissimi would be a group of guys and girls or all guys. Come si dice? We grew up. And the we that we're talking about are two girls. Siamo cresciute. Benissimo. So now benissimo is an adverb. There's only one form ending in an O. Okay, l'ultimo. Come si dice? He returned. È tornato. Bene. Hope you got that. If you didn't, don't worry. You'll get it with time, I promise. There are a lot of details in all of this. And I encourage you to go to my website and look at the vocabulary that I put up there. I also have on my website a PDF file that you can download for $9.99 where I explain in depth the passato prossimo, also the imperfect, the um, articulated pre prepositions, the past perfect, and reflexive verbs and reflexive pronouns. And there are exercises and an answer key and all of that. If you're wanting some more practice with all of this, you can do that as well. I hope that you're enjoying learning Italian. It's such a beautiful language. Uh, most of us are wanting to travel to Italy. That's why we're studying it. Or we just want to speak Italian because it's just a cool language to speak, right? <laughs> Grazie mille per la vostra attenzione. Thanks for tuning in today. E buono studio. Alla prossima. Ciao.